0: StarCast returns to the Chicago area this Labor Day weekend. Tickets for StarCast 6 are now on sale at StarCast.com and include AEW all-out ticket bundle options. Join us at the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg starting Friday night, September 1st for unique fan experiences with wrestling legends from yesterday and superstars from today. Follow StarCast events on Twitter for the latest updates about all things StarCast. StarCast 6 is brought to you in part by ProWrestlingCrate.com. Monthly mystery crates for diehard wrestling fans. Plans start at $9.95 and are the perfect gift for any wrestling fan. Visit ProWrestlingCrate.com today. one of the songs i sang to get hired in the really? wwf at the time come on man max Payne, man mountain rock played it on the acoustic guitar and i just sang it uh just sitting there in front of them <laughs> it's actually very very punk rock bro did you
1: know did what with are we you doing asked, here what is you ask this? Them that question so where's it raining in, in your, your bedroom, bedroom? <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Cassio and you're listening to. Oh, you
0: didn't know Dog. How are you, sir? I have been better but, uh, but just because I don't know what the future holds and every day the world reminds me of that. Uh, and so this is uh, something that I wanted to do and you you, you said, you know let's let's do it but let's not jump right on it because we we wanted to be sensitive about it and i I knew both of them and so we'll talk about both of them today both terry i'm talking about terry funk and and uh bray wyatt who uh are not only members of the wwe family but but because you know one's a hall of famer already and one's a shoe in to be one and and uh and they both passed this week, so we just want to honor those guys and tell some stories about those guys, and and talk about how I, as if anybody gives a crap, but how I processed and and thought it, you know what I mean, and 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 kind of hand am handling it, uh, if if I can say I am, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see where it takes us, man. But, but whose birthday is it? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's nobody's birthday. I, it's, in, uh, in my mind, you either laugh or cry, and, uh, or you can just bash your head into the wall. So
1: <laughs> well, We don't know what this is about to be, but we did want to. I mean, that's what you have a podcast for is to get those thoughts <laughs> out, and we also want to get these memories out there. Yeah. Uh, because you spent a lot of time with both of these guys, so we're gonna jump right into a Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt tribute episode. Uh, Dog, of course, you mentioned Terry, all-time yeah. legend, Hall of Famer, in whatever organization you even want to talk about. Yeah, he's in there. He should be in their Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, a yeah. man of many peoples, Mount Rushmore's of professional wrestling. Um, we've talked about Mr. Funk a lot over the last two uh, past seventy-two episodes of this podcast um what do you first remember meeting or seeing terry funk
0: so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and please put a pin in that question when do i when did i first see or remember terry funk and i just want to state some something about my uh my philosophy my my mindset and look when i speak things out loud it speaks it into existence and it and it helps me to to do the things that i'm talking about and and so I have been uh, looking I've shed some tears and I might again or whatever but but I I so so yesterday was the third anniversary of my father passing I don't want to I don't want to hear that I don't want to want to read it on social media I don't want to see that that's not the day that I want to remember my father on you know what I mean like I, I it's life in, in general is a game of perspective and so how do I choose to look at or forward slash accept what is going on in the world. And so in my brain, I have to break it to my heart that that the memories are eternal. The the memories I have of these gentlemen can can never be taken away from me. And they're all very positive ones. The ones I don't want to remember or what day they passed away on. You know what I mean? The day, the day, not only I, but the rest of the world and especially their loved ones, the people closest to them, Lost them like I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. I want to celebrate it, and I want that. I want that to be the perspective that we talk about these two guys in, because they're not to be laid down and, and mourned. They're to be celebrated. And if you ask either one of them, and 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 I can imagine asking each of them, uh, well, what do you want us to do? You know what I mean? I can imagine both of them maybe open hand slapping me for saying that you know what i mean and i'm not kidding i'm not kidding at all because bray was a and and we'll get into him too but just two very physical uh physical men but loving men like it's it's so cool to see some guys that you fear uh like from a from a a a uh, animalistic standpoint a primal standpoint I'm scared of th- that dude uh, because I think that dude can have his way with me you know what I mean <laughs> and yeah. uh, so so but to also be enamored or inspired uh, by the love that they exude and and then and it it exuded in every relationship they had and, and both of them so anyway I kind of went around the around, around the corner to just say, Look, I'll cry again about about losses in my life, but we're all gonna be dealt them, and and whether we like it or not, they're they're coming. So how I, I had the ride up yesterday uh, to Huntsville, a four and a half hour drive, by myself, in the car, listening to my playlist, very eclectic playlist, but very uh, poignant songs on that playlist that will bring a tear to a glass eye, and and I mean. So I cried a lot in four and a half hours. And to be quite honest, I drove four and a half hours back today and I didn't, I didn't uh, have drives for too many miles on that trip either. But, but, but they, man, it was, it was thankful. Uh, and I know this is me and I ain't preaching my religion or, or anything, but I was thankful to God for the opportunity that I got to spend time with these two guys who, who are special, who were very special in the industry in which we all love so much v- very special human beings very special uh, professional wrestlers slash sports entertainers wh- whatever you want to call it they were special people in 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 this industry and man i got to spend a little time with them and i'm thankful to god for that let's get back to your story about or your question about uh where did i first meet terry and and the first time i met terry was in 1993 in wcw and you actually have a question because i did peruse a couple of questions uh before i got teary-eyed and stopped reading uh but 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 i I did see a question about that so so we'll get to that when you come to that question but but that's when i first met terry Um, look i had seen terry i had been in buildings where terry was but like i said earlier my dad didn't let us go to a lot of shows but the ones we did go to we dang sure didn't go backstage. You know what I mean? Like that was not, that was not okay. Uh, and so, so anyway, uh, I, I I've been around Terry for lots and lots of years. Wait a minute,
2: ninety three.
0: Now I don't know. My time's screwed up. But Smoky Mountain. I'm not sure what year Smoky Mountain was. I think ninety five maybe. So ninety three still earlier than that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've been been around Terry Funk. Uh, and Dory, too, a lot, to say the truth, uh, for my for my whole life. You mentioned uh, your dad and Terry Funk.
1: You worked a ton with your family. There was even an event in Florida yep. where your dad took on Terry Funk with Lou Fez as the referee. <laughs> That's pretty amazing right there. That's some
0: talent in one ring, brother. You know, and the, and the truth be told is, and this is, you know, this is always from my point of view. And, and of course mine is biased towards my father, but, but, and, and if yours isn't, then I think you did your family wrong. Uh, but, but, but Luthez and Terry Funk, look, the funks were world renowned world champions already. My dad in the South to go against him and to have a storyline. So, uh, you know, embroiled that you needed Luthez to be the special referee here. Like, dad was an important player in the south and, and and early on too and it i don't know it just i didn't realize that i never really grasped that until it was too late to to say hey dad how was it when you worked with dory and columbus and out drew elvis you know what i mean like we have talked about that a million times yeah. but but we never really i don't know we probably did talk about it so much i just still want to ask him questions you know uh but but that that's where we're at look our the funks uh, and the Armstrongs have been intertwined a few times uh, in this industry.
1: Three different decades, 70s, 80s, and 90s. The Funks and the Armstrongs will go against each other. Uh, you didn't say it, but I'll say it. Southern wrestling royalty. And yeah. Wrestling royalty, but for sure, southern wrestling royalty. And again... Uh, Terry defended the NWA title against your father in Macon, Georgia, in 1976. Holy mackerel. But looking back on that, Terry is a unique NWA champion in that time period.
0: A hundred percent, because it was very conservative. Like, it was very conservative shooters, and uh, we talked about Luthez, and uh, you know what I mean? All these these, uh, traditional wrestlers. Terry was a bit of a wild card. Terry was a bit of a, you know what I mean? Like he, he, he could do all that stuff and would, but why? He you just swing like a helicopter, a left hands at you. You know what I mean? So he, he was a bit of a wild card to, to put that title on, but look, he was Terry Funk and he was uh, the son of Dory and the brother of Dory Jr. You know what I mean? So, so that, that last name goes a long way. And they could trust him to put the title on him. Back then, it was a big deal to get that title. It wasn't just like, oh, you deserve it. No, they were, <laughs> people were getting their legs broke over that son of a gun. So, um, <laughs> he's so into so into the history, smart enough. And then, you mentioned it earlier. We want to make sure we
1: mention it. Your dad and Terry would face off in the 90s, yep. Smoky Mountain Wrestling <laughs> for Mr. Jim Cornette. At one point, they would team up to take on and I know this sounds crazy. The gangsters, Mustafa and New Jack <laughs> in a Texas death match in nineteen ninety five. Oh. That is insane sentence right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see my dad now just double choking with uh <clears throat> the other guy's name yeah oh mustafa (laughs) yeah mustafa and uh terry and jack are doing (laughs) backflips off of stuff uh uh but but i do remember when they worked in smoky mountain it was like a december to remember so i was some one of those things uh big house in knoxville it was a big uh big draw it was him and dad and terry funk and uh terry ended up stacking chairs all in the ring and putting dad on top of it and terry went to the top did a big moonsault dad moved he ate the chairs and dad did something and pinned him you know so so it was uh but even then man terry backstage was there it is look that dad. may be the actual i don't know who though oh that's them against the gangsters. dang dad didn't fans? even have a mask on <clears throat> but uh that i don't know terry funk's been but look i I emulated him uh when I broke in the big thing I used to love him he would just take a swing out of nowhere and like miss and spin around in a circle and fall down you know what I mean like it was the and it was the coolest thing in the world to me because I thought that was he just tried to hit the guy and he missed and he fell down like it was you know what I mean like I don't know I I love that so like I would take a bump over the top rope and stand up and swing and take a bump. And it was all Terry Funk, you know what I mean? And I'm sure he took it from somebody too. Uh, but but I, I don't know, man, he was just such an innovator in so many different ways and and such a giving dude and just tougher than shoe leather. I mean, tougher than a, tougher, you know, a lot well, of those cliches.
1: Uh, I got this uh, one of my favorite things I own wrestling member Billy is this copy of the wrestler magazine of the I quit match with him and flair and uh, I got to hear Terry still tell stories one day uh, sitting around and having a lot of beers yeah um, and <laughs> and he signed that for me but uh, man when you you talk about as a kid Buddy, when he threw a plastic bag over Ric Flair's face, yeah. and you're going, hey, he's going to kill him, guys. Hey, we got kids watching. Kill. I mean, that was chaos. That was, hey,
0: you let know, me say these this. were
1: characters for kids, and he's killing a man almost yeah. hey, on television.
0: Hey, in this thing leading up that we're talking about with Dad <laughs> and, and Terry Funk, Terry Funk cut a promo and said, Bob Armstrong, your wife is a whore Bob Armstrong your children are all bastards every one of them your son was a deserter from the Marine Corps I mean he went he's I mean he went in and it was like (laughs) whoa your mother is like that was on the dead gum broadcast and and (laughs) look I was 19 in the Marine Corps it made me mad. You know what I mean? It sure. made me... Yeah, I got hot at it. And it was... Dad was like, he doesn't really think your mother's a whore. So... <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll just be over here licking the windows. I wish... I wish I could
1: find the clipping. It went viral uh, when Terry passed. It was getting shared everywhere. But it was a promo that he did and somebody said, let me guess, their mother's a whore. And he goes... <laughs> No, she's just an ordinary slut.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I believe he's used that one several times. Yeah. Hey, but it's efficient. It's it cuts every, right to the quick. <laughs> like I want to. Speaking of swinging and spinning in a circle,
1: I want to. Uh, s- <laughs> yeah, uh, the first match we could find with you and Terry Funk would be for WCW, where Terry yep. would team with Arn Anderson and Bunkhouse Buck. I As part the story of the to my, I told the
0: story to my daughter yesterday, my youngest really? daughter, before I drove up there on uh, Saturday
1: night. You and your brothers, Brad and Brian, Brad and, and met, Scott, uh,
0: I'm Brian. Brian is.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you were there uh, that center stage Saturday night. Uh, tell me what you remember from that.
0: So, so the the story to me, my my highlight is, um, think about I'm I'm six months in the business. Okay. And I'm in a six man tag on a Saturday night's whatever it's called. With, with with Terry Funk and Arn Anderson and Jimmy Golden, at Bunkhouse Buck, who I he was like one of my uncles. You know what I mean? Like he was literally him them and Robert and Ron. That that was my, my uncles really. I didn't, you know what I mean? Um, so so oh what was I talking about? Oh the match. So so Terry gives me it's like like sells t- me cut me off, block this, cut me off. So I start hitting him, he's like, pile drive me. And I'm like, okay, and so I pile drive him. He like sits up and sells on his head and his feet, and he like shimmies across the ring and su- sells out of the ring, does one of those punches like I was talking about. Like he just really made me look like a million bucks. And then when I watched it on Saturday night, none of that was on television. <laughs> What it was my it was my first kind of introduction into oh yeah, yeah I'm sorry when you're a job guy your offense doesn't make TV <laughs> and look that's not that's not always the case but and job guys is is a bad word but but uh, we barely have rarely use enhancement talent anymore uh, or extras and so so anyway that's, that's what so I was good. at the time and I mean I felt like uh, just, I felt like Chief J. Strongbow only white and skinnier uh but but i like i felt awesome and and i waited to see it man because i just knew i was gonna look awesome kicking terry Punks ours uh yeah none of it it was all on the gunroom floor but but he's still man to think about that where i'm at in the business yeah there it is and i think the ring there's nick patrick was the referee is that really nick yeah yeah how about that And i guarantee you he had uh his little electric guitar and we were probably we probably max was probably there then and we were playing in the hotel room somewhere that night so good yeah it's great look at
1: them pants man those are oh yeah you talk about an iconic look
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's him, how right? you know
1: who's in that match those yeah. pants um a lot of what you did in 1998 we've talked about it before on previous episodes dog yeah. New Age Outlaws taking on Cactus and Chainsaw. Uh, but the last match we could find in our research was Dustin, Ronalds, and Terry teamed up on Shotgun to defeat, to defeat you and Billy on June 29th, 1998. Wow. Does that seem like the last time it, you remember it being Dustin, in the ring? It was Dustin and Terry? Yeah, teaming up against you and Billy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's about right. It was post, you know, post the uh, the mania where they took the titles from us and put us in the dumpster, even though technically it was a different dumpster. So I think we're still the champions. (laughs) Afford Anything talks about how to avoid
1: common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
0: How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything,
1: wherever you listen.
0: (laughs) Hey, guys. Tony Schiavone. Need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when, listeners, for a while now, about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com.
1: On the latest edition of The False Finish, Zach Gowan talks about reaching the top of the pro wrestling world against incredible physical odds before issues with immaturity
0: got in his way. It's not a talent issue, it's a maturity issue. We wanna see you continue to wrestle, try new characters, become a heel, try new things, find a groove. The doors open, just mature a little bit. But, it, it, but the, it was almost fatherly the way he sat me down and explained to me exactly why I was being released. And I'll always remember that. And I'll always thank Jim Ross every time I see him for that.
1: As Dog and Casio finished up their latest Ask Dog Anything, they kept the party going for
0: ad-free Shows members, answering more questions on a bonus overrun. We were the main event. Me and Brian Christopher were the main event. Doug was in an um, up-there match. Jamie Dundee was in a tag title match, I'm sure. And we just stopped and started playing pool and drinking. Like, that was what we did. We pulled through the median and turned around and just called from a payphone and said, yeah, our car our car can't make it. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting
1: for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself. Ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. I mean, you mentioned it every time somebody brings up biggest moments in your careers. You mentioned um, that is high on the list of yeah, you. I, I mean, teaming up against Cactus uh, <clears throat> and Chainsaw.
0: Look now, now that I'm older, and, and definitely this is the the episode to talk about realities. Um, my perspective has changed like we talked a little bit about but but it it, so in the industry in the business man that's a really huge moment in my professional life you know what i mean it's like it's it's probably the biggest moment for me in my professional life you know what i mean and that and that's just the truth um however like it it's it's nothing compared to like my service to the country or my children being born or my grandchild. You know what I mean? Like on, on the real. Uh, but, but, but what so what makes it real is, is to, to go back to your point and, and talk about the biggest professional moment. What makes that real is the relationships I have or had with the individuals. You know what I mean? And three of which are still still alive. And 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 even with Terry up until the last time I saw him, it was you son of a bitch has tried to kill me. And and (laughs) and I mean, we we power bombed him in that thing and it bruised him from hip to the back of his knee, man. And it was it was brutal. But like it was we felt like we had to just to save face because this old dude was beating the piss out of us. And, 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 and there wasn't nothing we could do about it. (laughs) That's the funny part. And he wouldn't have it any other way. Hey, the harder it came, the harder it came back. You know what I mean? (laughs) It ain't, it ain't nobody backing down. And it was, and it was fun because that was, that was who they were. And it was who me and Billy were at the time too. And of course I would sell and, and be a chicken crap as a heel, but I don't know, man. It was it was aggressive at the time, and, and 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 Terry was aggressive. Terry was aggressive, man. He would knock you into next week when you you would just be coming to like get him, like he's selling over there, and I'm just going to go over to get him. And out of nowhere, he would just swing a left hand, and it wouldn't be like a fist. You know what I mean? It would be like a like a club and like just boom you and just ring your and just oh my god and but it was you know what he wanted next was for you to bat, haul off and kick him in the face you know what i mean like that yeah. and so that's what we did you know what i mean for this short burst of really cool violet uh matches um what what a what a cool moment Uh, Again, uh, the part that makes it that bleeds over into my personal life is the relationships, like I said, with those cats. And uh, uh, yeah, Terry Funk beat up every member of my family. I guess I was just the last one to get it. (laughs) Hey, I wear that as a friggin' badge of honor. And I don't give a damn what anybody says. Just like I wear my Marine Corps insignia, I fought Terry Funk. And when I say I fought him, I'm half ass shooting. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Uh, And don't forget. Great stuff in Roadhouse. Um, by the way, there's a fun, oh, man. there's a so fun many. video if you ever go to YouTube and it's Roadhouse, but just the Terry Funk parts. It's like six <laughs> minutes long, and they just cut to every Terry Funk part.
0: Well, that was the good parts.
1: It, it was so fun.
0: Uh, check that out. I think they should have had Terry have sex with that hot nurse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, still, you remember when he goes, You don't look like much to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah or if you have right. balls big enough to come in a dump truck, <laughs> but you don't look like much to me. Uh, oh, I love man, him. great stuff, brother. Yeah. Dog, speaking of greeting, uh, meeting a greater audience, Yeah, that is our friends over at AG1.
0: Mm.
1: We are so excited to be teamed up with them. They are the daily foundational tr- nutritional supplement Ooh, look at me. that
0: supports whole body health. Yeah. Uh, And look. Not just upper body like I have here. (laughs) It's a whole body health. You know what I love? And you're going to read this in a second. But I love the functioning mushrooms and the adaptogens. Like, so those are some of my favorite words to say. And the fact that they're good for my body inside uh, is also good. Yep. And I'll be
1: completely honest with everybody. AG1, they're our partner. They sent us AG1 so we could take it. Yep. And my wife promptly stole it from me uh, because she <laughs> is, you've seen her dog. She's she healthy. She is incredibly in She's shape. She's fit. That's and what I want to
0: say. And she
1: said, what is this? Look at that. You've seen yeah. the packet on your screen. If you're yeah. watching us, uh, you see everything that's involved. You've got the scoop. You've that's got it. the, the bottle, it, dog. the shaker. She said, well, this is perfect. I take all these supplements and it's all right here right. in one scoop. Convenience and me.
0: is the name of the game dog convenience is the name of the game in life right now you know what I mean like everybody's so busy and so full this is one scoop uh, big dog one scoop snoop and uh, and you're done for the day and it's all of those vitamins you were talking about how much money do all those things cost this uh, right here is less than three dollars I think it is uh, a day uh, and that's a half the price of your degum coffee or your dragon fruit refresher for the love of God what <laughs> are you doing?
1: She I'm makes fun of me for my M&M's addiction. Yeah. And uh I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Hey, you you have all these supplements you take every morning. You've got all these pills, they're in yep. all kinds of bottles and all this on the counter. And then boom, <laughs> you can take AG1 for like you said, dog, yeah. less than $3 a day. It's a really effective daily habit with high-quality sourced ingredients." That's called a win-win Amen. in anybody's book. And like you said, 75 high-quality ingredients. Yeah, They're going to give you the key daily nutrients to support energy, focus, strength, clarity, in, and dog's side, favorite,
0: out. gut Boy, health. you're me. Gut health, man. It's so important. And my gut ought to know. It's, big. it's just a big gut. Sorry.
1: If your gut ain't right, yeah, your butt yeah. ain't right. No, know? amen. <laughs> and AG1, AG1 is going to streamline that. Streamline it. High quality poops. It supports the immune system. Amen. How about that? How about so that? drink that AG1 every single day. How about your morning ritual? That becomes it. It's real easy. And, Boom. and that's it. Drink so
0: you that can on your way to spend work. spend time your... doing something else.
1: You're ready to go. Yeah. Ag1. That's where they are at for you. So, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try Ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free Ag1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to a drinkag1 com slash dog. That's drinkag the number one dot com slash
0: d o g g.
1: Check it out now and be sure you tell them you heard it on Oh, You Didn't Know. We thank AG1, thank
0: you, AG1 for taking one care of us. We
1: love them and love Amen. them being a part of Oh, You Didn't Know. And by the way, A-G-1 you know this, dog. Yeah. As much as you travel, those travel packs are yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's, it's the, the one to
0: do. It's the one to do the travel pack. And, and it's yeah, it's like a whole toiletry uh like you you know what i mean like it fits right next to my toiletry bag in my in my bag and so convenience is the way to go like even even you can travel with it and so yeah ag1
1: i'll say this go google vitamin d and its benefits by the way yeah incredible benefits relating to all kind of different health issues uh if your vitamin d is low it leads to it's tied into all kind of yeah. health issues, yep. and boom, AG1 knows that. That's why if you use that promo code and go to uh, drinkag onecom DOGG, yep. they're going to give you a free year supply of vitamin D. They know how wow. important that is for everybody.
0: Yep. All right, dog is. As,
2: as we go back to
1: that. Yeah, it is. Boom. Less than three dollars a day. Uh, sadly, dog, and w- while we're doing this show, uh, it was. Not the only bad news we suffered in the professional wrestling world. Yeah. Uh, the very next day, sadly, uh, Bray Wyatt uh, passed away. Bray debuted yeah. on the uh, roster, uh, reinventing himself out of his NXT character of Husky Harris to become the leader of the Wyatt family. But Wyndham Rotunda is just like you, dog. Wrestling royalty of his father, Mike Rotunda, his grandfather, Black Jack Mulligan, along with Barry and Kendall Wyndham. Families in the business run deep, don't
0: they? Yeah, they do, and and it and it's, I mean, it's no different than somebody else getting in, you know, whose whose parents weren't in the industry. But, but, but it seems like there's a, to me anyway, and maybe I'm I'm, uh, maybe it's just me, but there seems like there's a connection there with second generation wrestlers. Like there's something there, and it it transcends. Uh, Geography, like it's with the with uh, Santos and Rey Mysterio and all those guys. You know what I mean? Like their uh, family is such a big deal. I, I think it's such a big deal to each of the wrestling families, and so we all have that in common, and we all love that. And so, just like I love my family, I love their family too, because I feel like their family is cut from the same cloth as my family, and we're all swimming for the rowing toward the same shore. So yeah family ties run deep in wrestling and, and I love it. I love that about it. you know what I mean and 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 look you could say and there are there are uh, examples both ways of that that's nepotism, cronyism, whatever you want to call it, you get your family in the in the business but but I think, you know, I, I pray at least that I stood on my own two feet after getting in because of my family. Um, I know that uh, Bray Wyatt and Bo, Bo Dallas and, and uh, everybody who's getting a ring. Uh, yeah, look at that talent right wow. there. There's a Survivor Series team for you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's just, uh, that's incredible. At what a talented family they do have. And there's so many families, around. anyway, I I can't imagine what uh mike rotundo is and his wife are are going through right now i I know my parents went through that and lost a son and i i can't fathom that you know what i mean but i i I lost my brother so i I do have some empathy there for for uh the younger sister i think Uh, is mika oh his sister yeah and and for and for uh taylor as well like i i've I've lost a sibling and I know how that feels. And again, I, w- I would hug both of their necks and just say, remember the good times because they can, nobody can take that away from you. You know what I mean? This, this is there's. Uh, remember when I said the, the bad, uh, what did I say? Addiction only gets crappy at the end yeah. or whatever. Well, life is really good, but there's just one shitty part and i and you can leave the cuss word in because that's how i feel about it and it's 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 the part that sucks and it's not fair and it's it, they never ask my permission and they never you know what i mean it just happens and now i'm i'm and i'm i don't mean to be saying that we are all uh pro- have to process it and 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 are left to go on and are left to now to think about the prospect of of lo- losing a child or what, you know, and you got it. You want to, you, I want to be there for Mike, but I can't fathom what he needs right now. Uh, I love him and I will pray for his family to have strength during this time. And, and uh, uh, again, what a special dude who shined bright. Uh, and I put that on social media it was like a meteor, man, because he, he, he he was a superstar. He was like a super uh, a supernova. You know what I mean? It, and and what a character! Like his his character is comparable to the Undertaker. And one of those characters was in the business for thirty years. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and one was in it for, for four or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you've been in the business longer than that, but but kind of established this awesome character. And uh, look, I'm horrible at times. I know I messed that up, and some person smarter than me will say he's so stupid, and they're right. I am, but still, Um, yeah. So Bray was just look. He's a he's a. He's gone too soon. That's all there is to it. He's gone too soon, and it's and it's not fair. And but, you know, and I think to myself, well, I, why would why would God take a man away from his children and his wife? And you know, and and I don't know the answer to that. Uh, his thoughts are above my pay grade. And when I get there, I'll ask him. You know what I mean? And he'll probably slap me like Terry Funk would have him. Um, <laughs> but but you know, I don't know, man. Bray Bray Wyatt, what a what a superstar what a what a wwe superstar that continued uh to evolve his character into deeper darker uh more entertaining more uh, a little more scary at times like look you can go back to some of the stuff we we did when when i was there and on the writing team of that early bray wyatt stuff was just I loved it, man. When they fought New Day in the in the woods and stuff like I, there was some really cool stuff that we did. Uh, especially when Randy was was with Bray and them, and and I don't have all those facts, but uh, you know I remember the times, and I remember putting the title on on not me uh but but the company put the title on bray and and man at the time he was on top of the world and just like when he came back this time on top of the world uh it seemed like he had come back again and there had been another layer of depth added uh and i could only imagine and and was waiting with bated breast as to what was to come next you know what i mean and so man, gone gone way too soon uh Let's go a little
1: into the timeline dog. Um did, were you watching him in NXT? Did you meet him there? Did you
0: meet him so, on the main roster? So I, I I met him on the main roster. He was already uh or no 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 no. He was he he had he was down in NXT but he had just become Bray Wyatt. Okay. Uh so he was he was not Husky, Husky Harris or yeah, he was Bray Wyatt when I first met him. So I'm not sure what timeline that is, but but I remember uh working uh, very, very hard on that entrance for, for time and time again and time. And then what if we go to the camera back here when he swings the, you know what I mean? Like it's, and everybody's collaborating Hunter and Bray. And it's just so much fun to be there in the, in the, and, and what a cool, oh. you know, that, that's just a pick of him, but what a cool character it is. And, and if you, if you do, if you remember Kate fear, and it's it's not the same guy, but it's a, it's a you know a, a, an iteration of De Niro in that movie, Cape Fear, and it was such a great movie uh, based on a, a primal fears. You know what I mean? And and uh, and what what a, what a character that that was derived from that, but made totally independent of it uh, in in Bray's mind. Gosh, his mind was a uh, so so. I don't know how I'm going to tell this story without telling this story but it's crass and it's horrible and i apologize but it was one of the last things i truly remember of of our interactions bray and myself and and it's just an it's just an impactful one for me because it popped bray so much so it was in 2015 and I, me and billy are wrestling again and and i'm like putting my boots on and I'm in the locker room with my boot half tied or whatever and I'm just sitting there. And I looked over and Bray was sitting next to me and I said, Bray, I think I'd rather S a D than go out there and wrestle right now. So <laughs> I didn't say the, the letters. And he fell on the floor laughing. And and he was such a, a, a jovial guy with always had a smile that when I popped him that big, it man, it, it, it made my heart feel good because he, he's a, he's a huge bear of an aggressive, huge man, lovable. Like he would always just come up from behind and hug you real tight and go, what you going to do? What you going to do? You know what I mean? Or be, and it's just, Oh God, Bray, what are you doing? And, it's, and he's laughing and he's lovable and it's, and it's, he always I don't I don't think I ever saw him like when he wasn't in a good mood or cutting up with people and so he brought a positive energy man and and he brought a creative energy too that that allowed people and almost challenged them to go well what are you going to do with your character you know what i mean <laughs> like what are you yeah. going to you better step up to the plate cuz Bray Wyatt's coming out with a new one every other month so uh and and, and man it was i don't know it's still very surreal to me that he's gone uh with terry is a little bit different because terry lived a long and full life his wife passed before him as we talked about earlier like t- terry lived a full life and probably i watched this happen in my father and that and I, like i said i like to think they were cut of the same cloth i watched my father after my mom passed he didn't want to be here anymore and so i don't i imagine terry feeling the same way and you're going to tell Terry, he should hang out and be in pain and heartbroken for the rest. You know what I mean? Like, well, so I look at that differently. And that again, back to perspective. Um, But Bray's different. Bray is different. Bray uh, was taken too soon. Like he doesn't, he didn't, did he reach his potential? Well, heck yeah. He was a hugely famous uh, sports entertainer that became a, a, cultural phenomenon as a character and he that came out of his head so i mean he man did he reach his potential heck yeah but could, is there was there more left like of course there was that that's just who he was and that's that's what he had in there man and he wasn't scared by boundaries and limitations that you and i are scared of because when you talk like that people might think you're crazy and that was that was Bray for real. You know what I mean? Some of the, some of the promos he would cut, I would just be like, Oh, well that's kind of just what he told me earlier. Sitting in the <laughs> seats. You know what I mean? Like, he was deep dude. And he was creative. And, and, and like I said, what a, what a shining light that was, uh, that was extinguished too soon, man. And so that's, that's really surreal to me is the Bray part of this. Eric Bischoff here again, telling you about our friends over at save with Conrad.com. now, Conrad's always talking about how they are helping homeowners save money, but did you know that Conrad and his team can also help you become a homeowner? They make the home buying process more enjoyable than, I don't know, making out with Stephanie and Linda. Ouch! But
2: don't take my word for it. Hi, I'm Sarah Davis, and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, So my husband has been a huge fan of Conrad's podcast for many, many years, and For years, we were on road trips and he would have me listen to it, and then I got really into it. And so when it came time for us to buy a house, it was kind of like, there's really no other option at this point. Like, We have to go down this path, right? It was the best. I worked with Steve. I don't know what to do. I was looking more for preparing to buy a house. How do I get this in order? What does this need to look like? What do I need to move around? What's more important that I pay off first? because I'm a first time home buyer. I don't know what that needs to look like. So that's when I called you guys and I talked with with Steve and phenomenal from day one. I got a full education on home buying before I was ever asked to fill out an application, before I was ever asked to do anything, which is just, I mean, I cannot brag on you guys enough. I literally cannot tell enough people about you because we would not have a home if it weren't for you. If it weren't for that interaction and weren't for the learning process, and I feel like I went into being a first-time homebuyer t- by the time we got through the end of the process with the same education that people need four or five homes to buy. And so now I feel like, all right, well, we can do this. We can do real estate. We can I can actually make good decisions and ask good questions at closing and beyond because of everything that you taught me. My name is Sarah Davis, and I got into my dream home with Save with Conrad.
0: And unlike the dirt sheets, we're not making this up. Check out all the five star reviews. Go to savewithconrad.com and do it today. You'd be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084,
1: Equal Housing Lender. Woo! Let's do a little bit of his timeline uh, yeah. as he comes through and uh, the Wyatt family. He walked into the main roster and assaulted Kane right out of the gate. It's a big step to be put up. Gets to man that quickly into his time, dog. I
0: mean, well, of, of course, but 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 look, I think everybody understood the gravity of the character. The, yeah, the, and when I say the gravity of it, it's the, I'm talking about the future of it, the longevity, the 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 marketability, the everything. Is this going to be good? And as we see, uh, everybody's holding up fireflies, lights, and it's 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 transcended wrestling. They they played his thing at the uh. One of the, what the Emirates, uh, soccer, uh, f- football, probably they call it. Not uh, Emirates, yeah. 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 They played like his, uh, fireflies song at their, at their stadium and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's transcended what, what his dad did. Think about that. What my dad did, what, what Terry did, you know what I mean? Because Terry was, Terry worked in his dad's company in Amarillo or whatever. Right. For, for a long time. like, then he then he started going around the world in Japanese tours and doing all this but you know I do not even know where I was going with that but but uh we were talking about how great these two guys were I'm sure of that much
1: about how uh, you know he's with Kane out of the gate it tells oh, yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah. what look, everybody
0: saw in him Yeah, and, and so and, and look he he had already made it to the main roster once uh so he he already had been there and was going and was going to play ball but and i don't remember what exactly uh went down but he went back down for a second and became and re- reinvented himself He became Bray Wyatt uh the Kane
1: storyline would lead to the Ring of Fire match at SummerSlam 13 essentially an inferno match what a great test early on for a young guy going against you know a legend a hall of famer in Kane yeah. uh what a great spot to be in that early in his career for and sure, a lot man. a lot have been said dog that he's one of the best uh, guys, the guy that would come into every locker room and talk to everybody and welcome them in. Is that accurate? Is that yeah. your take yeah. on
0: it Yeah, Yes, well? 100%. And that's what I meant earlier by, by saying, like, he never, I never saw a sour Wyndham. You know what I mean? He was always fun and games. And that's – man, I love that. That's right. that's right up my alley, of course, <laughs> is he was fun and games. But when the red light comes on, it's a different story. Like, I, I got my crap together. I can have fun in games and play, and when the red light comes on, I can be dead serious and be that character too and and that's that's how he had it. You know what I mean? And so it was fun to be around Rehearsal At a rehearsal of a thing we, ha- we would have fun. We would laugh a lot, just just going over an entrance and a promo. you know what I mean and, and and so so he was he he loved to have a good time, man. Yeah, he was a big burly. I think he was this generation's uh bam bam Gordy. Oh really? He's just uh, Gordy was a little bit quieter. Uh, He wasn't an extrovert. Like if Gordy would have been, uh, uh, oh my god, I forgot the other guy's name. Not Michael Hayes, but the other guy, (laughs) Michael would beat the crap out of me right now. I can't think of his name. I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, Buddy Roberts. God Almighty, it was on the tip of my tongue. If if Buddy Roberts uh, would have had Bam Bam's body. Uh, <laughs> that would have been that, that would have been uh, yeah look he loved having a good time man but he's a big lovable teddy bear um, I, 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 saw, I saw that they did something with uh, the proceeds of his merch or something and so, so I think everybody's trying to do right and just look I also think everybody's in shock uh, yeah for, for me and, and look, I work f- remotely from home and I, but I, but I did see uh, Bray at the garden not long ago, you know, recently or decently recently. And, and so, but, but it was kind of, it's still, I still got to process it. You know what I mean? It's surreal to me because I'm not with him every day. So it's like, wait, I'm not gonna, cause that's what I drove driving today. What I just thought about was I'll never I never get to, I'll never get to be hugged by him again to where I'm scared and love it at the same time and that's that's when your safe word is keep going you know what I mean when you hug Bray Wyatt and he you I, he can do anything he wants to me because I'm in the arms of a bear right now but he's gonna like bite my neck or something you know what I mean like he's gonna do blow in my ear or something you know what I mean and it was. I'm not going to get that no more, but I, I'll never forget it. And I can sit here and tell you, and we can laugh about it. And that's perspective, right? Like I, I, I I fear change and I don't like loss. And I, and if I could fight it and run away from it, I would, but I, I don't do drugs anymore. So I can't, I have to face them. (laughs) I have to process it. I have to, I have to, I have to go through it. I can't go around it. I can't, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta process it. And, and the biggest thing, like I said, is, is, uh, for me, is acceptance. Like, okay, here's where we're at. I don't like it one bit, but what would Bray want me to do? You know what I mean? That's what. That's that. That's what it all boils down to. And 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 it wouldn't be. Well, why don't y'all blubber and and cry about it? You know what I mean? Saddlebags. Uh,
1: one one of the most infamous moments in his career early on was the story of Daniel Bryan. Joining the Wyatt family before coming to his senses on the classic (laughs) raw, where in the cage, Brian snapped out of the cult-like control Wyatt had on him. Uh, Were you involved in any of of that? Were you there that night?
0: I I was there that night, and and uh, and I was involved in some of the conversations leading up to that. Um, I loved it, to be quite honest with you. I think, I think, yeah, I think Daniel Daniel going through those uh, different. Trials and tribulations, and I'm talking about uh, Team Hell No. Uh, th- this this one here; those are things that gave him equity in the in the in the uh, excuse me the brand of of Brian Danielson. You know what I mean? Like the 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 man, the character, the wrestler, whatever he is, uh, whatever you would call him in this industry. Those taking those journeys from a character standpoint helped build to who the guy he is today. You know what I mean? And so I, I think those are very, very pivotal moments. Um, and look, it worked because Bray was hugely over and he was hugely, but, but he still got booed at the time. He would still be booed because they were big, huge swamp people, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but Daniel being butted up against them was, man, it
1: was wrote itself. Uh, this would lead to Wyatt getting a gigantic win over Brian at the Royal Rumble. Uh, before you know, CM Punk walked out and changed everything that was planned the next night. Also at the Rumble, the Who Wyatt, fa- uh, Mister CM Punk, um, he, you know, uh, he gets in trouble a lot. <laughs> he does. <laughs> also at the Rumble, the Wyatt family would attack Cena. Oh. Talk about being put to the test. A WrestleMania match with John Cena. That is how you know a company trusts a sports yeah. entertainer. <laughs>
0: They're putting Amen. you on a
1: mania match with John Cena. How do you think Bray was handling it all?
0: Like a champion. Look, look Bray played football at Troy. Bray's a, a soldier. You know what I mean? Bray, not a, not a literally uh, enlisted, but Bray's a, a, a warrior. You know what I mean? Like he played sports all his life. He 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 don't know no quit. You know what I mean? He don't he don't know so so. Uh, Oh god, I lost my train of thought again. Ray and Cena, yeah, yeah. So, so why not? And look, what I was going to say early on is uh, not only trust in the in the kid, but I guarantee you, Cena had something to say uh, uh, about who his opponent was. You know what I mean? And who his opponent was going to be. And and he drew John out into into some into some deep creative waters that uh, that nobody was was kind of. Waiting for and, and knew, knew they were going to get. Um, so yeah, look, I think, I think fr- from from Wyndham's standpoint, he handled it all like a pro because he was a pro, and, and that was my correlation to the football, the training, the preparation. The so it's, you prepare so that when you get there, you're ready. You know what I mean? You not you don't have to you don't have to start then. Um, and it's just like this hurricane that's coming, Hurricane Idalia, uh, very interesting timing uh but but i'll i'll just i'll just leave that there uh because Br- i think it's i think it's like sister Idalia, you know what i mean it oh. was definitely a bray correlation in this hurricane uh how about that coming to the coming to the gulf coast um that's bit- just me being crazy but but totally i see it <laughs> were you
1: um were you involved in that storyline at all at that time
0: yeah, I was, I was on the writing team. I'm trying to think what, what year it was exactly, uh, so I, exactly how, how involved I was, but, but always in those conversations just because of the, the company uh, I kept uh, during that period of time.
1: Eventually, Wyatt would defeat Cena in a steel cage match with the help of the Wyatt family and a demonic child. A lot of the more memorable moments in the WWE in the last 10 years happened to
0: feature Bray, Oh yeah. and that's no coincidence. No. Because it's man, think about the everything that that, that to, to me, and I know people will think one way or the or the other, but remember the match with him and Bray and there was Maggots on the on the, <laughs> on the on the mat. All of a sudden, and there was like a, a bee or something. <laughs> I, I thought it was crazy, and I thought it was great. And I know a lot of people didn't, but I don't care. I get to judge for myself. You don't get to tell me what to do. Uh, you're not the boss of me. Uh, I thought it was awesome, and that's all because of Bray Wyatt. You can you can step outside of that. Uh, Realm of reality because Bray Wyatt is Bray Wyatt. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you mean he's a supernatural guy? No, that's not what I said. But but you can step outside that natural world with that kind of character, man. When we when we burned oh, uh, Randy burned the house down, Bray and totally burned Sister Abigail and all that. Like, holy macro, man. We, we that was expensive to burn that house down, by the way. Uh, and and but again. That's when you know a company is invested in this character, and you could not deny uh, the cultural relevance or the, uh, the way in which he took off and, and captured the world. You know what I mean? Uh, Wyatt would eventually
1: move on to work with Chris Jericho before he set Harper and Rowan free and went out on his own as the new face of fear. He would engage with Dean Ambrose, taunting him to offer to fix him. Did you have yeah. any involvement in that story as well?
0: Yes. Yeah. They had that. Uh, they had a hardcore match where I think one of the, uh, like he grabbed a, a monitor, he being Dean Ambrose, and jerked it away, and it like electrocuted, and he spun into the finish or something. I, I love that crap, and so I, I, I loved. I was, I was actually very involved in that. Uh, match particularly and and afterwards and, and talking to those guys and, and just those two guys were so willing to do anything and so willing to get crazy and so uh, yeah I was, I, was a, I was a part of that but a very small part because those two guys got to get in the ring and the, and the bell's got to go you know
1: uh, Wyatt will go on to wrestle the likes of the Undertaker at Wrestlemania in a gigantic moment facing an injury that he battled through reuniting the Wyatt family before finally winning the WWE title elimination chamber in 2017. What a big moment that was for him and his career,
0: man. And all these moments that you're talking about, like whole, my kid used to say, I would say Holy Toledo. And he would say, "Oe E Adido when he was like four. <laughs> "Oe Adido. But that's what I want to say about these moments that you keep bringing up. Like every one of them is more memorable than the last. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and, like, I, I loved when the little possessed girl sang to Cena and he was scared. and he, You know what I mean? Like, I, that kind of stuff is entertaining to me. And it, I don't know, man, it's a, it's a, a, a chant, an outlet for, for stuff. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a channel that, that, uh, I don't know, man, I was thoroughly entertained uh by, by, Bray Wyatt by the characters that, that he was and by the human that Wyndham was and, and, and again it makes me uh, it, it makes me think about when people pass away uh, like this it makes me and I know it's very selfish of me but it makes me think like all the horrible crap I did how come I'm what? Am it's, it's, it's almost survival guilt I guess or survivor's guilt but it's man I guarantee you he didn't do half the evil crap I've done You know what I mean? And it just doesn't make sense to me. And, uh, again, when I get there, I'll ask him, I guess. Um, uh,
1: Going back as we wrap up his storyline before we get out of here, um, he would lose the title, sadly, at WrestleMania to Randy Orton, but he would find himself working with the likes of Seth Rollins, Mr. Fergal McDivitt, Finn Balor himself, (laughs) even Matt Hardy before the Firefly Funhouse became a reality in 2019. I mean, this just showed the range. All of, of the, all
0: of those were different a little. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there was a little uh, deviation from the character in each of those. Yet there was still some semblance of the character. So, so I just, I just owe it to Bray's genius. And, and, and I look, I say that as a guy who fancies himself pretty smart to this business. <laughs> um, and, and 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 I'll tell you what he, what he almost taught everybody is. Don't limit yourself. <laughs> it's your imagination. It's phony baloney wrestling. it's characters, it's it's we are the masters of our own destiny and we can do whatever we want and and I mean then you have to judge if it's good for business or not but but Bray taught us that that you can look even more so than Undertaker because Undertaker did it in a time where people, that was okay. He's a dead man. I get it. He's a dead dog. But even him, he had to come to, to be the biker dude because it wasn't cool to be the the dead guy or the the phony character. You know what I mean? But Bray crossed that uh, crossed that narrow bridge to. Make it acceptable, almost, and and I'm talking about it like it's some crazy thing. But all it is is his enigma, his energy, Bray Wyatt's uh, vibe, like he he made it cool. It was cool. It was okay for you to go like, I don't know. He just appeared over there. You know what <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean? <laughs> and, it, and it was not, it was not, I didn't go like, mm, they turned the light out. He just ran over there. Like, it, because it was cool. You know what I mean? And he made it cool. It was cool as crap when Taker did it too. I'm not, Uh. uh yeah, I'm not. Yeah, a, but on the
1: surface, uh, some of these now, in, in the, in, you know, after the year 2000, we're talking late. Yeah. Uh, a different time than The Undertaker. And if 100%. you, a lot of his ideas and storylines, if you just, Read the headline. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, Demonic Child with John Cena. You would go, well, that's the silliest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> You're not doing that, And then they pulled you? it off. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then it, and then it worked. And look, the, the really... scene was
1: legit scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, and those masks. He
1: changed Alexa Bliss, made that thing, uh, you yeah, know...
0: that was cool.
1: Uh, that storyline didn't sound anything believable. And then you go, well, Bray's involved. I mean, yeah. yeah.
0: it's got to be cool. I'm yeah. going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch. And, <laughs> um, and that's just what... That's what he brought to the table, man was, was, uh, he, he was, he was a new locker room leader. Um, in a lot of the ways that Taker was, you know what I mean? There's still some old timers there that maybe have been there longer than he had, but, but, uh, Bray set a standard, man. He was, he was a pro and, uh, it's uh, still, it's still surreal to me, man.
1: Again, uh, Last couple things. One, last moments. Of course, we remember him on the screen. Um, you have the pitch black match, which again sounds crazy to even talk about. Yeah. And you went, oh, Bray's in it. Well, well we gotta watch it. Uh, yeah, we gotta see and, and, and I actually
0: thought it was really cool.
1: It was super <laughs> entertaining. To me. Because
0: it was different. There's eleven matches. Please don't just lock up and take a headlock. Please do something different. And this was so different, people bucked against it. Like, oh, it's it's too different. I don't like it. And I actually I actually utilized the same type of uh, technology and glow-in-the-dark stuff to do some uh, in live events uh, at the Garden with him and a- L.A. Knight when L.A. Knight first came in. Um, and so, so yeah, so, so look at that. I mean, that's... Uh that's, that's creepy right there yeah. man super that's cool. creepy super cool
1: iconic yeah, moment and,
0: and cool and, was, he was cool man
1: and he you was mentioned a big Teddy
0: bear him, and cool as crap
1: you've mentioned him uh, undertaker um, i I don't think any of us will forget when Undertaker comes back uh, for the uh, the raw the thirtieth anniversary episode and it basically ends with Taker whispering in Bray's ear. Yeah. Basically everybody going, "Hey, that's the passing of the torch there." Yeah. Just a, I mean, that's the moment for me that will, that will live forever. There it was yeah. just yeah, a yeah, moment yeah. for hey, everybody You're, to you're share. the new,
0: you're the new Undertaker. Wow. <laughs> what? Um, but seriously, everybody should send in uh, what they think Undertaker whispered to Bray, but wrong answers only. <laughs> Wrong answers. hey Just because, because we could comment Bray, below. Bray, Bray would love nothing better than for us to read some funny ones on, on the air, no. and, I, and I can assure you of that. How
1: many times do you think everybody's asked them, what did he say to you? <laughs> I'm sure he got it one million times after that. But, uh, man, that I was wonder... a emotional moment. Just thinking back on that again. Uh, <laughs> So comment below. That'll be that will be fun. That's a fun yeah. way to I I, I you know uh, immortalize that moment some more. Because uh, in my
0: mind, he was like, "Does these pants make me look fat?" You know what <laughs> I mean, or something like that. Like.
1: yeah, nothing serious <laughs> at all. Well, look, his legacy on the sport is, I, I think, will go down. You know, maybe it doesn't matter what I think, but one of the best creative minds uh, in the business for sure. Yeah, uh, him and Terry Funk, we lost two, just incredible wrestling yep. sports, entertaining minds. There were in this business, a huge blow back to back. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, dog, we still just, are going to do the thankful minute, but any, yeah, yeah. any final thoughts on that? J-
0: just, just the fact that, uh, we could talk about them is an honor. The fact that I got to spend time in locker room, even saying crass jokes and being, being numbskull with, with those two gentlemen, I am honored, and it was a pleasure, and I thank God for the opportunity that I got to spend time with those uh, gentlemen, and that's what I have for the rest of my life, is my memories with those guys, and memories of how good those two guys were in an industry that I love, and that I cherish, and that I take very seriously, yet I love the fun of it, Um, so those two guys played a prominent role in this industry, and... Not a whole lot of guys get to do that. Um, so they should be revered and they should be honored and they should be uh, talked about in a positive way. And that's hopefully what we did tonight was uh, was was talk about their 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 memories. And, and I'm sure I got a million I didn't bring up. But, and uh, but but but. That's this is where we're at. I have to accept that I'm not gonna have an interaction with these two gentlemen again, except for when I go to heaven and there's a big, like, ten man uh, Texas death match. You know what I mean? And and me and Billy are in there, but I just keep pushing Billy into people and hide behind like the turnbuckle. Um, That's I'm even a sissy sissy in heaven
1: uh dog we do want to get our thankful minute in we do uh we 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 bumped some of our regular segments we wanted yep. to get in this and really uh focus on this but we do not want to skip thankful minute i think now more than ever on an episode yep. like this is what we should be focused on is what we are thankful for so we'll put 60 seconds on the clock and dog let tell us what you are thankful for in your life
0: yeah so so uh probably probably already uh teed it up but, but just the relationships and especially with these two gentlemen but but relationships in general in the wrestling business I, to, to, to coin it in a word I would say camaraderie um, I've told the story about Edge sitting with me and we all joking and everything and he looked at me and he said this is what I miss when I'm gone and it's it's the camaraderie man if you could it's the most addictive drug I've ever taken in my life um, and, I, and it's very uh, tribal and very uh, like the military was where we're in different units and it's very tribal as in we could all be different colors and different races but uh, that's my honky you know what I mean and and that's my Latino and that's my uh, black and that's my and, and you're not messing with any of us because just like in the military we're tight tight unit uh, wrestlers are and I'm thankful for the, all the relationships I have
1: well thank you, dog. thank yep. you for you know, go taking us through this you know, working it, it, it this wasn't, process. It wasn't now. as
0: hard as I as I thought it was gonna be. And I honestly think it's because I had a lot of time to myself to think about uh nothing but not only the loss of, of these gentlemen, but where my life is and where it's part of that acceptance. I, I, this is where I'm at. I'm left here without them. So what do I do now? You know what I mean? And, okay, well, I got my family is important. I should think about them, and I should think, you know, so, so it's, Carry on my way, good son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Hey. So, I, you know what I mean? It's it's uh, acceptance, rem- memories and, and and you can't you can't have those from me. I have personal memories that are in my heart of these gentlemen and mm-hmm. of also of my family members that I've lost and you can't have them and I'm going to keep them till I hug them again and that's all there is to it. So, I'm gonna, I'm going to keep uh keeps, I'm going to keep on stepping just like these guys would want us to do, stepping and swinging. Well, look, uh,
1: if you are a ad-free show family member with us, uh, check that out. There is um, a lot of the, as you can imagine, a lot of the hosts on the ad-free show Family Tree there are sharing yeah. their memories as well. I know our friend Blue Meany did a Terry Funk uh, show. Yeah. Uh, I saw Bruce uh, Pritchard and Conrad talking about uh, them as well, and Bray, I know. They were very close as well. Yep. So, all the tributes are going up there. Uh, be sure you check that out over at adfreeshows.com. Thanks, everybody, for checking out it again.
0: Yep.
1: Leave those fun comments. Let's have some fun with this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what what did was it take to say? Whispering to Bray Wyatt, wrong answers only. Uh, man, this was. I, it, thank you for sharing with us, dog. Yeah. I no, know no. It's and, and
0: thank you guys for, for being patient with me because I. I didn't know if I was going to be a babbling mess or if I was going to be able to get to it. But I, I, think, uh, <laughs> I think I had to tee it up for myself with the perspective talk. You know what I mean? Like, OK, let's not lose perspective, even on this show, about the realities of what's going on in the world. You know what I mean? In my world, in your world, in, in the world, in th- those, those individuals, family members. And so there's so, so much to, to unpack For my little piece of it, I felt like I got to got to cry it out a little bit on the on the road trip and and process it a little bit. And uh, and and again, I I spoke it into existence. I spoke it uh, and I'm going to look at it in a positive perspective. And I didn't let myself I'm not going to let myself stray from that. That's all there is to it. If you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it.